Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Theus. First and foremost, a big thank you to all of you that continue to listen to what it is that I have to say, all of you who decide to come back. And for any new listeners, I hope you find uh, this podcast uh, and uh, informative and entertainment in the least. And to all the international listeners out there, I want to thank you very, very much for reaching out from abroad and, and listening as well. And I, I hope you find merit in what it is that I have to say. Uh, so, you know, it's it's been a bit since I've last uh, updated as well again. Um, there's been a lot going on, you know, a lot going on in this world, obviously, politically, and a lot going on in this world medically, you know, there's this huge push for the vaccine and we've seen a lack of, of, uh, of interest or a lack of push, you know, in, in many areas, but I, I believe we'll get there. You know, and it's interesting because when you when you watch the news or listen to anything regarding, you know, anything health-wise or political now, you know, it's unfortunate that the healthcare system has become so political. It's unfortunate that the healthcare system, you know, I mean, the healthcare topic has always been in the middle of, you know, in the middle of of every of any debate, you know, of many debates, right? Uh, the rules and how to make it better and how to make it cheaper and how to know keep uh, those with, uh, with, with, with uh, preconditions involved there's just so much we can get into it you know it's almost as, as as passionate as religion is in my opinion because you know you're dealing with people and their health you know so going back to you know this this healthcare system becoming so politicized is that there's so many more so there's so many much more opinions about the healthcare system that I think are are needless you know before this whole administration, before this whole pandemic, and before you know all this started, you know, again, the, the most you heard about the healthcare system is what you heard on TV and, and and government trying to make better and all, you know. But now, you know, the the anti-vaxxers, the conspiracy theorists, have come out and just you know turn this whole thing to a circus, you know. The vaccine. I, I remember one lady in clinic. Um, this was like a month before the vaccine even came out, and she had said, "I had heard that the vaccine makes you sterile as a male." And my reaction was like, "Wow, you know, I'm sorry, man, but the vaccine hasn't even come out yet. You know, I don't even think that they've shared information from clinical trials yet, but." Somehow she knew that this is making men sterile. So you see, there's a lot of attacks on character here. And, and that's my topic for this, this, this episode is character. You know, there's a lot of attack on the character of the healthcare system. You know, I, I agree that we don't have the best system out there. And I agree that we, we can do a lot better. And, and I totally agree that it's all those up in government that need to make these decisions. You know, they need to be able to control these, 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 these big companies, these, you know, big pharma they make it more competitive, you know. My opinion is, you know, government open up your own pharmaceutical wing um, or entity and and make medications available cheaper, you know, and make it more competitive. I think, uh, you know, kudos to Jeff Bezos. I think Amazon's coming out um, with um, uh, a big push on insulin and inhalers because those have become insanely ins- expensive, and it's horrible that the, these people that that you know Sanofi and Merck and all them that create these or whoever creates these the 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 EpiPens and the inhalers that they charge these outrageous prices because they know the people need supply and demand supply and demand 
you know, it's, it's it's horrible that supply and demand and money mean more than than people's lives and health, you know. But anyways, that's always going to continue. Again, back to character. So, you know, whenever you look or, or whenever you, you look at the paper, you listen to the radio, you watch your TV, you know, you, you, you hear an attack of character on everything and everybody, you know, within that segment, right? And even we, throughout the day, we attack character, you know, like, oh, my God, look at that lady. She's just, you know, she's such a... Um, she she doesn't listen, so she's a big you know big drama. Or we attack character every day, you know. Even intangible objects we attack, you know, character on. You know, like you know, um, there is it's as simple as and this is my opinion. It's as simple as you know electronics. I don't like the iPhone because the iPhone is so non-intuitive, you know. And I see that about Android. So that's a character. So attacks on character happen everywhere. But lately, it just seems more so that it's starting to hit home, you know, and it's becoming this big, big, big issue, you know. And I think, you know, there are people out there that are trying to, you know, give off the best uh, character, you know. You see all these uh, hospitals and entities coming out on TV showing that, look at how responsible we are. We're, 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 We're immunizing people. We're giving people the vaccine. Look at us. Look at us. You know, we have the better character. We're the better people. Yeah, we're supposed to be working in unison to help everybody uh, live a more you know healthy life to get through this pandemic. But you know, even through this day, even through this situation, this pandemic, there's still a race. People are still trying to be number one, you know, and it's that's pretty disgusting. I just don't understand why people can't understand that they are, they've agreed to, they've signed contractually, whatever, to be part of a solution to make the world a healthier place. But now, you know, it's a matter of, you know, look at me, look what I did. And, and, and that's that's just unfortunate. But, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to continue barking up a tree that I can't climb. But, you know, how does this whole attack on character relate to me being a medical assistant? Well, let me tell you. Well, let me ask you first. So you as a medical assistant or a nurse or a physician or of any capacity, you know, you're a reliable employee. You're a great steward of your, your 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 title. You know, you work hard. You're there every day. You're reliable. People look to you. You know, your name comes up fairly more frequent often than others. And it makes you feel appreciated, you know. Even though there's systematic and administrative, you know, failures that, that make you feel unappreciated. But for the most part... You're proud of where you're at. You you understand you've done a good job, and you're proud of the good job you've done, right? And then you have that one incident that, that comes down to you and just takes all that away from you, you know? And then it happens again, you know? And after a while, this is an, erode, an eroding effect, you know? It, it just it peels those layers away of, of this pride that you have, you know? And then... You start to question yourself, you know, not question yourself like, am I doing a good job? And you know you're doing a good job, but you question yourself in the sense like, am, am I even somewhere where I should be? I mean, if I'm not being appreciated the right way or, you know, if people are looking at me in the diff- in the wrong light, well, you know, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to feel? Now, hold on. Now, all those, all those of you out there that are listening, if you've screwed up and you've been held accountable for I'm not talking about you guys. If you've screwed up and you know you have, take your medicine, you know, whatever it, it might have been, you know, a suspension, 
uh, a verbal, unfortunately, of those that have been um, terminated. I'm sorry, but you know, those situations you bring on yourself. But for those of you or those of us that have that have been in a in, in a position where you feel that you've been doing so well, such good, and then all of a sudden somebody, some entity, some administration comes down and you know takes that away from you, uh, it's it's horrible. You know, it's pretty shitty, you know, but I just want to say, you know, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the good work that you do. Don't give up because then you start making mistakes. If you start letting this administration or these people or, you know, your bosses or your leads or whatever to attack your character when it's not true, then it's going to change your attitude and it's going to make you that, you know, not so reactive as you were individual. You know, it could affect your your job. Uh, tremendously, you know, it could it, it could even make you um, negligent. You know, it's better to move on if it gets to that point. But I'm not saying don't fight for your character. Fight the most that you can within your limits. You know, me, I'm a hothead. I blow up. I tend to kind of go for the extreme. You know what I mean? I kind of tend to start thinking about well, why don't we go to newspapers, news outlets, TV, radio podcasts and talk about you know what's going on you know for example recently here uh, multi-care health system was in trouble because the people there or administration there were making their providers and and clinical staff work extra hours no ppe horrible pay and they finally said no and they stood up and they did a two-day a two-day walkout uh, a protest you know and and they were given their attention and you know amendments were made now, should you go that far? I'm not saying you should, but you should at least defend your character and who you are. And let me give you a little bit of a better idea of what it is that I'm talking about. I myself work in an urgent care setting, correct? And I provide an essential service. Um, not just, you know, intake and vitals and, and assisting minor procedures and application of splints and assisting applications of casts when it happens or you know even just working in urgent care you have to have a different state of mind you have to have a different comprehension because you know if you go to a regular you know specialty visit whatever you've got your your reason for going and i'm here for you know arm pain okay well let's check out the arm pain uh you know what's what's going on when did it start how did you know you draw out the story from the patient and try and figure out what's going on and sometimes when they talk about arm pain it could either be because you know they pick something up too heavy too quick or it could mean something cardiac you know that, that that's that, that's the type of in-depth comprehension you have to have in an urgent care setting so that's very stressful you know emotionally that's very stressing you know and you do it you know three four days 12 hours, whatever, that really, it, it really takes a big part of you. But on the other side, when you're done with that day, the 10, 12 hours, three, four, five, uh, you know, days a week, you're proud because you've gone through a whole day, you've treated up people, you've helped them be better, you know, we, heck, we have multiple ER transfers uh, a week, you know, that makes me feel good that I was part of a team that was able to listen to a story, understand what they're saying, and run to a provider and say, hey, I think this person's an active, you know, CVA, or he's an active MI, or he, whatever, you know. Uh, it makes me feel good that 
through all these years of my experience, I can recognize a situation, a decompensating situation, and alert the right people. Or as opposed to if you go to a family practice meeting and you say all those things, they might think, oh, well, okay, we'll just check out that arm pain, you know. Or if you go to a, a, a visit with pulmonary and they say, yeah, I've been having this, this arm pain and, you know, and, or this chest pain. And they're thinking, oh, that's cardiac, not pulmonary. Well, it could be a PE. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm very proud that I'm that I've that I've been touched by my higher power to say, all right, something, you know, you're going to do this. That I can roll up on emergency situations and I know what to do because I'm trained and I've taken it upon myself, you know, to to to, to help someone to save a life, you know, and. To have my character attacked when I know that I've done a good job, when I've done something non-negligent, or especially when I know that I've done something in good faith, and to be attacked for it, it's horrible. You know, it, it makes me feel like, well, you know, who are you to be questioning my motives? You know, you weren't here. You don't understand what was going on. I don't know how many of you have been in that situation, but yeah. You know, it's 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 a horrible problem these days. You know, things have gotten so busy. Uh, uh, the medical field has become so litigious in the past 10 years. Things have become so much about revenue and money that it's disgusting. You know, I understand you need to make money to keep the lights on and to pay bills and everything. But you know what? There's also a fine line between that and making sure that you treat a person with dignity and respect. And you as, the individual who's be, you as the individual who's being disrespected have the right to stand up and say, hey, you're not going to disrespect me, you know. And just like, you know, my family's told me, and I'm sure you've heard of your family, there's two sides to every story, right? There's their side, there's your side, and there's the truth, <laughs> which is my side. But anyway, so what do you, what, what, you know, what do you do? You don't give up on, you, you don't give up on yourself, you know. You, you, you fight that attack on your character. You give your reasons. You explain your reasons. You know, don't go, don't, you know, don't go too out of your way and give yourself, you know, um, angina from, you know, trying to to help people understand. You know, because it, it's crazy. You know, you've got people that are tech character, and they're they're supposed to be individuals that are of high educational value, but they can't understand a simple conversation about you defending your character. Well, then they're missing something. You know, and. Just recently, I provided a service between myself and a coworker that I've been providing this whole past year due to this pandemic, and I'm getting in trouble for it. You know, apparently, I'm going to meet with human resources, and you know, within a couple of hours, actually, and blah blah blah. You know, because one individual there who's got, in my opinion, and actually all of our opinion, who's got an ego issue because she's been given a title. And ran off and made a big deal about it. Now all these people, you know, have, have become a part of a situation that did, that didn't even need to be or arise. You know, and and I would give more details, but I'm not sure if the other parties would would um, would want me to to disclose who they were and, and what it was. But um, basically, I provided a service between me and a coworker. A diagnostic service that I've been providing for a whole year, which I have basically a standing order to do, and uh, I'm getting in trouble for it because, from what I understand, it has something to do with possibly revenue, you know, whatever. 
And that was a huge, huge attack on my character. Huge attack on my character. You know, because I've never purposely done anything to jeopardize my position, my license or anything. So, you know, I I did uh, consult an attorney. I didn't, you know, I haven't attained one or, any, or retained one, excuse me. Um, but I just got some words of advice, you know. And there's many avenues that I might take because this is serious stuff, you know. It's one thing if it's a banter back and forth or if someone's, you know, little lies here. That's fine. But when somebody comes out of the backwoods and have no idea who you are, what you're about, what you've been involved, what you've done for who and and what you've done for them, what you've done to make their entity and their property look good, and they want to come down and shit on you because uh, you might have done something that they're going to miss out on, you know, $50, $200 worth, you know, but they can't look at all the revenue that you've made them already. No, of course not. Because now, for some reason, you become a threat. It's horrible. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on my, you know, uh, what's the term? I'm working on my, uh, I guess, you know, my how to act with this, you know. Because me, what I want to do is, you know, this is going to be conducted via Zoom. What I want to do is, once I get on there, I want to yell and scream and tell them off. But obviously, I can't do that. This is human resources and management but actually you know i can you know uh, i have my union could i endanger my job who knows what would happen but you know these are those instances that happen in your career especially you've been doing it for a long time especially when you've had everybody telling you such a good job you're doing and you're so important and then something minute like this happens and they want to reprimand you especially people that come in that don't know what the hell is going on what you've been doing for a year and they want to reprimand you i don't know you know, if I might sound like I'm off on a tangent, but hopefully uh, there are those of you out there that are listening that can that can um, that can correlate or, or relate to this. And through all of this, I have to remember who I am. I have to keep in touch with who I am and what I do. Now, for the moment, I've lost interest in my job. You know, I've been home these past couple of days because of daycare issues. You know, but I have found that I've lost interest in my job where I'm at, not my position as a medical assistant or surgical technologist, but where I'm at. But I don't want to give it up. I don't want to give it up. And uh, I'm going to work hard to, to, to keep my character appropriate, you know. I'm going to work hard to make sure that I don't, you know, just go off uh, the handle. But it's going to be kind of hard because I've been known to do that, you know. So I just want to come out and kind of, I guess, blow steam. And just let everybody else have to know that when you're put in these situations, like I said before, if you have screwed up, if you have done something wrong, you know, own up to it and admit it. But if, if, if you're being attacked for something that's been part of your job description, that you've been doing in, 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 in the scope of your practice, that you've been doing what you've been asked to do and now they want to come down, you need to fight. You need to fight for your character. Make sure they understand that, you know, if you... If you yourself respect your character, because you as an individual have to respect your character in order to do the right job. If you have to respect your character, so do they. So do they. Because you know what? In this job, in this time, what's going on, even in law enforcement and in medical uh, or, or um, in fire, all these essential services, you know, I am there. You are there because of what you have to provide. And they hire you because you have what, because you have what they feel you have to provide for them the skill and all of a sudden they want to forget about it no you fight for it 
you fight. And if things go south or wrong, at least you fought for your character, you know? Now, don't go waiting for people in parking lots and stuff like that. I don't recommend that at all. There's enough of that, you know, bullshit going on now. But never, ever, ever, ever let anybody take over or anybody take your character hostage and try and prove you different. There's a lot of people out there that are very skilled and very... Um, uh, very proficient at doing this, you know, make sure you, you, you size them up a bit, you know, or when you go in there, make a list, write something down, make an outline and then, and, and regurgitate that when you're there, but do not let anybody ever take your character from you because it's what you have. It's who you are. You know, remember human resources, they're not there for you guys. Okay. Human resources is not there for you. They are there to protect the company and to keep lawsuits from happening. Okay. So do they care about you? Well, unless you have a, a big claim to something and it involves a probable lawsuit no they don't they're there to keep the company safe okay all right well don't forget to check out my blog at allthingsmedicalassistant.com um and there you'll find the episodes uh uploaded chronologically and you'll find an area to leave uh, a comment question concern which i'll address at the next uh a podcast and as well in the contact me page there's a direct email to get a hold of me let's make you a guest on all things medical assistant okay go ahead and submit a question comment concern let me know hey Santino, i want to be on your on your um on your podcast and, and 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 we'll make it happen okay so go ahead and do that and and i hope to talk to you soon again guys my name is Santino Tez for all things medical assistant be good